You're listening to Tech Talk Central. So, this is Vicky Colovo at Tech Talk Central, and I'm here with Anna Sort from Play Benefit. I met Anna a few months ago, and um, she's a, a, a gamer. She loves games, and she plays, and she's good, and she's, she's actually doing a heart thing in front of me right now. But the amazing thing is, she's also a nurse. So I found her story amazing. Um, they've got a nap now out, and she's going to tell the whole story. So first of all, thank you for being with us, Anna. Hello, Vicky. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, Anna. Um, start from the top. Tell us your story, who you are. I think it's an amazing story and you say it so well. Every time I meet you, I make you say it, but I think it's really interesting and our audience needs to hear it. Who are you? Thank you. So my name is Anna Sword and I'm a nurse and a gamer. I was very lucky as I got out of university, practically I got a job at the biggest uh, gaming company in the world, which is Blizzard Entertainment, which releases games such as Overwatch and World of Warcraft that's being played by more than 12 million people around the world. And um, apparently in France, in Paris, if you have a company over 600 employees, you need a nurse full time. And that nurse was me. So I got to do all that prevention in health and doing all the checkups for the guys and the girls in the company. And I was having a ton of fun. I mean, come on. It was Blizzard Entertainment. They were doing World of Warcraft at that time. It was huge. And um, I was playing the game, obviously. But um, one thing changed uh, two years in my job when one of the guys had uh, pulmonary embolia due to, between other things, an undiagnosed diabetes. And when he, when he came back to work, it was up to me to give him his uh, talk about what diabetes was, what he was supposed to do for the rest of his life. Because diabetes is a disease that you get and it's for your life. So, exactly, chronic disease. So, um, when he came back, I sat him down, gave him the pep talk about the diabetes and gave him a pamphlet and said, see you in two days, which is what I was told at university to do. And so um, that's what I did. And two days after he came back and he basically told me that he had quit the diabetes game because he, he had no idea what he was doing. He had no idea that the changes were for life. It was like I didn't even talk to him for one hour, you know, and I was saying this guy, he's smart. He's smart because he plays World of Warcraft and World of Warcraft is hard. It's a hard game. Trust me, I've played it. So I was like, so if you put World of Warcraft and diabetes next to each other, um, I don't know if you know, but uh, diabetes is, is really difficult. Uh, but World of Warcraft is even more difficult. So um, what I thought was, how about if we make diabetes more like World of Warcraft and then we would have people understanding more diabetes, like this guy, for example. So then it's when I started pursuing this making health fun and making ed education in health engaging. I came back to Barcelona, did a master's degree on cognitive systems and interactive media, which basically was the only master that a health person could go to. I had to learn a bit of programmation and we had like serious games, which are games that have uh, another purpose besides the one uh, that's pure fun. Uh, we learn about gamification, which is using the mechanics, not really a game per se, but using mechanics and design from games. And then we also had robotics and we had how the mind works. We had a bunch of things. It was pretty interesting. And then by the end, I thought that my niche was gamification in health because as a small, if I 
wanted to start a small company, I would have to do gamification because video games take a big, big team and, you know, lots of resources and so on. So what I did was eventually I started Play Benefit, which is the company that I have. And uh, at Play Benefit, we started doing consultancy for healthcare companies. So imagine you're a healthcare company and you have a, an app for adherence to treatment. Like you tell people when to take their pill and so on. But people only use it for two weeks and then they stop using the app. So what's the problem? You know, so we would do consultancy for these people and help them gamify their, their app, understand their user, their behaviors and so on. Uh, we do this for hospitals and so on. So besides the consultancy, about a year ago, we decided that we wanted to have a new uh, challenge. And this challenge was to actually do what I've always wanted to do. Because as a nurse, I love prevention and education in healthcare. And what I wanted to do was an app that made prevention fun. So everybody would stay healthy and not, you know, get ill. And um, so that's when I started uh, thinking about B-Energy which is an app designed for people to have uh, good levels of energy throughout the day without the spikes high and lows that we usually have. And then that will also build optimism and build willpower because in healthcare, we keep asking people to change things like now you have to go walking and now you have to stop eating with uh, salt and this and that. You know, we ask people to do a lot of things, but we don't tell them how to build their willpower in order to achieve things so it's also uh, a lot of building a willpower so on so um what the app does it has like different features the main feature is the journey the journey talks to you about the six key points that we consider be energy to have the six key points that um round around energy which are food bowels yes your bowels are very very important uh, exercise sleep environment and mind and by mind, I mean anything that has to do with mood, that has to do with understanding how your brain works and your motivations and so on. And then we also, in the journey, you'll have a pill of information about something, one of these six key points, and then you have a challenge. And the challenge is always driven to either make you understand information that you've already, that we, as has been given to you, or it has the importance to make you try something new. Let's say that we've talked about food and the times that you should be eating. And then the challenge is actually unlocks uh, five times a day that you should be eating and then what we give you is like little tips on before you're supposed to eat we give you little tips on what you should be eating how you can improve this and so on and then you try it if this works for you then you can keep the challenge going on forever if it hasn't really worked for you it's something that you haven't found your 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 mojo then don't worry you'll find other things that will help you in your particular case um, another thing that we try to do a lot with Benergy is that um, you don't... So basically in health, we give you a part of, of, of what we want. So let's say what affects most average people, most average, you know, Caucasian, adult, whatever, whatever. And um, so we give you this, but we also give you the other parts of the spectrum that are not really inside the normal category. So things that are normal... A nurse or something like that wouldn't tell you but that they are scientifically proven that they work so we give you also this because in my career I also had lots of frustration from this so um, I want to give people a chance to feel identified with something and um, also we have charts so you can track your mood your bowels you can track um, your the exercise that you do and the food 
but we didn't want to have huge databases and stuff like that. What we wanted is for you to understand if you are evolving the way you want to evolve. So it's very subjective. It just says, how, how, have you been active today? And you say, a lot, not really, you know, a little bit or not at all. And it's just, it depends on, on you and what you feel about yourself and what you want to achieve yourself. So for me, it's very, very important that, you know, if I have someone that's doing N, that does N+, plus, for me it's very, it's much, much more important than someone that's N+, plus and goes to do N++. Plus plus. So everybody can have their own uh, motivation to move forward. So um, I get that. It's not in the details, it's behavioral change. But before we go to, to behavioral change, which I want more your opinion on that, this application, I think you're crowdfunding, is that right? Can you tell us a few details? So we're crowdfunding the app, uh, the marketing part, but basically it's really a, a pre-sell that you get a 50%. Um, we wanted to also test if people wanted to, because we give you lots of tips in the app that actually require like a notebook or something like that. We might ask you uh, to include in your routine, in your daily bed routine, um, a diary, a journal for you to, to say some things. And uh, we have this um, positive psychology type of doing journals, which is pre-established. And so what we, are, what we wanted to do with the, with the Indiegogo campaign was also to see if people wanted to have this in physical uh, from us and so on. So, that was, so, so that's interesting. And the app is free. You can download it for free from Marjon on iOS and Android. But um, it, if you find that you like um, what you're doing, what you're seeing, after the first chapter, if you want to continue with us, you do have to have a subscription. The subscription can be monthly or it can be yearly or for life, if you trust, uh, <laughs> if you trust us. And um, basically what we're doing in Indiegogo is giving all these subscriptions plus the perks that we have uh, for 50% uh, for discount. Okay, so um, what do you do with the data you collect? Um, that's a very good question. Um, basically, what we're going to do with the data we collect is just behavior, seeing how what people likes, what people dislikes, and from there we move into what does people find easier, and we change the app, basically. It's just going to be for, for plain app purposes. Okay, so um, I just want to put a note in here. It might seem like um, to the, the, our audience a little bit trivial. This is another like application that is about well-being. But uh, I personally know, and so do you, that in digital health, which is something, a complete other section, and I get to meet you actually at the World Health uh, IT uh, conference, and probably you'll be at the Health Week, um, is there's a whole complete other world and that needs the help of people like you or Z-Dog or who are changing the way we think about health. And we need people like you in health because it's not enough producing medical devices or medical apps or anything like that. People, and think about elders and uh, younger people and elders and people who are ill and really consumed by their um, illness, that we need to either 
to help them out with an application or we need prevention so people, as you said, won't get ill. So what you do is really significant for a subsector, obviously, of technology. Um, but I think it's fascinating. And so I wanted your opinion. What do you see happening in digital health? In my opinion, they're fragmented. There's everybody trying to do something. It's no, not cohesive. Um, nobody's really dealing with behavioral change, which is what I see you doing, actually. Okay. Um, so I would, I would respond this with two parts. The first part would be, um, I think this is very interesting. This is very, very important. This change is something that, that it's not even a change anymore. It's something that's going to happen. And I'll tell you why. The why is I saw a study about three years ago that used uh, an app um, that basically was for, for adolescents that had diabetes. And what this app did was just every time you had to go through insulin process, um, you had points. And it would give you points. It's an app that gave you points. End of the story. You had a ranking with your friends, and that was it. End of the story. Satisfaction, 86% satisfaction. Why? Because these kids have to do this. They have to every day, three to four times a day. Do you know what, what the points mean? It means improving their what they have must do anyway. It makes it a little more interesting. So imagine if just by doing points and leatherboard, we got an 86% satisfaction in something that they have to do every day. Imagine what we can do and what we can achieve if we go to prevention, if we go to chronic diseases, and we improve the way that they have to do these things anyway. So for me, it's a change that is on the way. It's not even going to happen. It's already on the way and must happen. And then on the other side about uh, behavior, I think it's very, very important, especially for health, to be thinking on terms of behavior, as in, we usually have a problem and we think of a solution. I think what's very, very important in health is that we actually have a problem. We do behaviors on why this problem is occurring. We then do behaviors that we want to happen and we also rescue those behaviors that are already happening but that could be improved or could be uh, bigger, could be made bigger. And then we look into what we can do to make these behaviors happen. And I say it this way because we still do a lot of problem solution. So this is just really a patch. But if we focus on behavior, we can really change things and we can encourage people to do the right thing. That's great. I think you summed it up nice in your two points. So because we've already close to 15 minutes, we'll have to wrap it up. So I'm gonna, my last question is going to be, what do you see Play Benefit doing in the future after B-Energy? Although that is your future, I would say. But do you have a dream of something, the next step you want to take? Well, yeah, obviously everybody does. So basically how I see it, I see Play Benefit going into the market on, on digital health and being one business that it's built by people, that's from healthcare, giving uh, users what they actually need and giving understanding the healthcare point of view and so on. And what I see is us expanding into uh, different apps that the people need. I mean, chronic diseases, that's something that we really, really want to go. But at the moment, it's a bit crowded. So what we're trying to do is really make a stamp and a point with energy, with the energy, and then move on to other chronic diseases and other illnesses that I know will benefit from uh, gamification and behavior change. 
Well, when you think about it, I'm sorry, I said it was going to be my last question. That sort of popped up another thing. Um, we say chronic diseases, but there's also the case of the rare diseases. And what you're doing, and technology in general, suddenly gives a, the opportunity of lowering the costs in finding solutions to help people with rare diseases. I'm not going to say it's going to cure them, okay? Pharmaceuticals are really not investing a lot in rare diseases because it's not to their benefit. Um, but at least there's technology suddenly that can come in and help them with the day-to-day -day life, making it more interesting with gamification. Um, but it, it can be cost-effective. So suddenly, for example, your company, Play Benefit, can suddenly decide, I'm going to pull off this, do something about that specific disease, find a solution that can help these people, monitor them and feel, make them feel that somebody really cares. I think for rare diseases, there are some people behind rare diseases that are really, really smart. And what they do is use apps that are out there for their benefit. What does this mean? Um, there was this uh, lady that I met at uh, Medex uh, uh, three years ago or something like that. And she explained that what she did was use a database type of app that she would enter when she ate, what she ate, when she had the pains and so on. So she would track everything. And that way she actually found out that, I don't know, for example, that eating nuts and afterwards an apple would give her a crisis. Things like that that you would not know otherwise so I think yeah they should have uh, yeah we, we could we could explore into rare diseases but I think if you give them the tools in a no matter what type of app like such as ours that you can track things it can give them the chance to actually see how they evolve and, and what rea their reaction is so yeah I think that's definitely a way to go. Knowing the digital health sector as you do also my wish to you is that doctors will want uh, clinicians will decide to prescribe your app uh, to their um, to their patients. That would be the most magical wish I think I would make for you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much, Vicky. So thank you for being with us, Anna. Anna Sword from Play Benefit. Um, it was a real pleasure and you're a really bubbly person. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. See you around, Vicky. So this was Vicky Kulavu for Tech Talk Central. I'm here at 4YFN. Goodbye. We'll be back. You're listening to Tech Talk Central 